0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Treatment Room Podcast. I'm your host, Tessa Zolle, and my special guest today is my best friend of over 20 years, Miss Stephanie Argyris. Steph, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very uh, happy, excited, and a little nervous to be here. (laughs) Yeah, guys, you're going to have to give her lots of hype on social media. She's never done a podcast, but... Our thought with this, because Steph will sometimes ask me skincare questions, the thought was to kind of do an episode that is just from a normal person's perspective. Because I think, especially us estheticians, we can kind of forget what people want to know. And this will just be good to have a very simple overview. So I'm looking forward to reading Steph's questions.
1: I'm excited to get the answers because some of these questions, like, I just have for the podcast and I haven't even asked you yet, so.
0: (laughs) I'm so stoked. Before we get started, do you want to share a little bit about yourself with everyone?
1: I'm Stephanie, also known as Tessa's best friend since middle school. Let's see, a little about me. I grew up in the Bay Area and have lived in San Francisco for the last 10 plus years. Uh, I've been with my partner for over six years And I also have a vintage business where I sell all kinds of funky, cool, unique items for your home. And in addition to that, I also work with my mom in financial planning. And both of those things pretty much take up all of my time. But, uh, you know, I still like to have fun, love to go on hikes and, uh, you know, just the usual stuff. And yeah, that is pretty much me.
0: Fun fact about Steph and I, we always used to joke that we would have a store together. Like, I think we thought a clothing store because we loved fashion and shopping <laughs> growing up. But kind of funny how it all worked out where we do have our own shops, just not not together and not close.
1: That is true. I feel like it has honestly kind of evolved and it's so it's so crazy how it did for both of us. But I would love to have a storefront one day, um, you know, like a brick and mortar. So I will definitely be carrying your line in my store. Oh my gosh.
0: obviously. Oh my <laughs> that has really just unique, impeccable taste in vintage items. So I'm going to link her Instagram and you guys can check it out. But I'm so proud of her for just her eye for detail and making the business happen.
1: And I mean, you know, like, it's not really why we're here, but it is, I'm so proud of you for everything you've accomplished and how many people you've helped, including myself. Um, And yeah, you've just like, I don't know, I feel like you're such an amazing pillar in the esthetician world. And um, yeah, so let's get these questions answered.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Bestie. That was awesome. Yeah, Steph does have a, a routine curated by me. So maybe we can talk about that if we have time. You can share with the people all your steps. Wait, we didn't say how we met.
1: Oh, yeah. We met like very, in a very interesting way. I had just moved to the neighborhood and didn't really have any friends. And I was starting a new school, which is the school um, that Tessa, you know, was going to. And I I just like looked outside my window one day and saw her and her dad and um, her dog, Lucy, walking. And I was like, who is that? Like, just, you know, in my head. And I just think I like manifested our friendship because I like, you know, semi low key, like stalked you, I feel like. <laughs> and then I don't remember, like, our first meeting because it definitely was not that day because I was, like, behind the window. Um, But I just was like, I want to be her friend. And then we were, you know, all the way to college and living together. And, um, yeah, I mean, just I just knew you would be my best friend for life.
0: (laughs) I love it. No, I felt the same way. I feel like when there's a kid from another school – coming to your school there's like some fascination with that and you're like i must have them as my friend (laughs) so it's definitely mutual yeah okay we'll get into steph's questions do you want to read them i'm sure yeah yeah
1: the first one there's a lot there's a lot you guys get better get ready so the first one I mean I I sort of have asked you this before but just kind of like thought it you know a good question to just like hear the answer to again Um, so if you're home all day and not really exposed to the elements like the sun and things do you still need to do like your face routine you know including sunscreen and and such
0: Yes, because you really only have two opportunities to improve your skin, the morning and the nighttime. So you definitely want to take advantage and do your morning routine. I feel like a misconception a lot of people think is like, okay, if I washed my face the night before, I did my routine, like it's clean, right? Like I'm, why would I wash it off and, you know, do it again? But When we sleep, we do go through a process called cell turnover. Our skin cells are basically like literally turning over and piling up on the surface of our skin. We do have bacteria and buildup that happens overnight. So for the healthiest skin possible, I would recommend washing your face and starting fresh and using your daytime routine, which... Your daytime routine should really be about antioxidants, protection, brightening the skin, those kinds of things, whereas nighttime can be more geared towards supporting the cell turnover, exfoliation, more active products like retinol or exfoliation, but you want to get that bang for your buck, you want to wash your face, put your vitamin C on clean skin use hydrating ingredients, and then make sure you're putting on your sunscreen. Active ingredients like retinol can be deactivated by the sun, so not so much purpose in wearing them during the daytime. But you definitely want a fresh canvas to start with that you can reap the benefits from, and then you want to put your SPF on clean skin.
1: That makes uh, much sense. Um it's like weird to think about like your, your skin cells, like turning over. I'm like, trying to imagine that in my head, like a little. Yeah. Um, But that is a good other question that's further down. But um, because I mean, obviously, I think, you know, like prior to like, you know, you and your help, I definitely was the person that was like, my face is clean. Like, obviously (laughs) I just washed it like seven hours ago. How often should you change your pillowcase? Because I do know, I mean, I know you've said before, like it gets dirty with like, you know, your hair and skin on the pillow. So um, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. You're going to think this is absolutely psycho. And I do want to clarify, I think it kind of depends on the person we're talking about. If we're talking about somebody who's really acne prone, any kind of bacteria, residue, oil from your hair or your hair care, piling up on your pillow, even like dust, dandruff from pets, that kind of thing will kind of exacerbate acne if you're not changing your pillowcase very often. So I'd say in that unique certain circumstance I'm more proactive about recommending changing out your pillowcase even as much as every other night or every night if you want to be really on top of it there's some crazy statistic about the amount of bacteria that builds up on your pillowcase in a day compared to like a toilet seat I'm pretty sure it's more than a toilet seat wow. but yeah so for somebody who's really concerned with acne I think really kind of just good maintenance with that kind of stuff and really good hygiene can only help you. Yeah. For somebody else, like, I don't think it's as damaging, but I think there's no harm in changing it out regularly if you don't mind. And here's a hot take. I don't think it has to be like a silk pillowcase. I don't, I don't really mind so much about that. I would just prefer it to be a clean, soft pillowcase that's not going to cause friction on the skin or be irritating. And what's also equally important is the laundry detergent that you use, especially Mm -hmm. for acne-prone skin, sensitive skin, rosacea. Um, So I'm a big advocate of recommending detergents that are both free and clear and hopefully don't have a lot of clogging ingredients like sodium lauryl sulfate or dryer sheets, fabric softeners, those kind of things, I see causing a lot of issues for sensitive or acne prone skin.
1: Interesting. So I can imagine like the detergent like from Costco is like a no-go.
0: Like the scented one.
1: Is, or um, what is it? It's Tide. Right? It's Tide, isn't it? The oh, orange.
0: Tide. Yeah, Tide. Awful. Like I literally see so much inflammation <laughs> from Tide and from the dryer sheets, which have like basically you know what lye is. It's like that heavy fat coating. Yeah. That's basically what is on your towels, your sheets, like things that touch your skin if you're using the dryer sheets. Interesting.
1: What do you, do you have any thoughts on, um, I just saw it, um, the not dryer sheets, but, um, like a, you know, a sheet for in lieu of like a pod. Cause it's like more eco-friendly. Like I wonder.
0: A sheet in lieu of a pod for, uh, a
1: detergent? for detergent. Yeah.
0: Oh, I don't think I've seen that, but I think it would just depend on the ingredients. Like yeah. I'm not so picky on the vessel it comes in, but just, yeah, what all is in the detergent. Makes sense. So the one I really like is called Drops, D R O P P S. So that's okay. a good thing for people who are prone to acne to get.
1: And so what you're also saying to me is that I need to put 37 pillowcases on my Christmas list.
0: <laughs> okay. Here's the thing I don't think you need 37. I think well, it depends how often you do laundry. I think having four wouldn't be bad. And what I tell my clients is have a little drawer by your bed and keep your clean acne safe detergent washed (laughs) pillowcases in there. So before you go to bed, when you're really tired, you can just reach in there and switch it out real quick and hopefully it kind of becomes a habit where you ju- just do that at least every other night or so. Yeah.
1: Okay. That is helpful because I I mean, I should do it more often.
0: <laughs> I mean, Steph has is just blessed with flawless Greek skin, but I'd say yeah, it's something that could probably benefit your skin health. I mean, just think about if you are sleeping on your side, like how long your face is pressed into that fabric.
1: Yeah. Well, and especially if you compare it to a toilet seat, like would I rest my head on a toilet seat? Absolutely not. So like if a pillowcase can possibly be dirtier than that, like that's (laughs) gross.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like in most circumstances, like once a week would probably be fine for just normal concerns, but I do think it's a nice healthy habit.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um excellent.
0: Uh I I assured Steph I was going to lead this conversation and then <laughs> we actually start recording and I'm like you ask the questions.
1: No, I like it. I like it. Um I Okay. Well, this is a question I've had for a while, but like, I just haven't asked you because I've been waiting for us to do this. Um, do you need to wait? Like when you're doing your routine and the steps, like, do you need to wait any amount of time between putting on like your products? Cause like, I never know. And so like, it's like, okay, I do, you know, my serum or whatever. And then I'm like, okay. Let me go do something else real quick for like a minute and then come back. So it'll dry. Like, I don't know if that matters.
0: Okay. That's a really good question. And I would say it depends on the formulator or the brand. And it depends on are you using products within the same line that are kind of compatible? Because, for example, some products are oil-based. Some products are water-based if you went too quickly using them one after another it could cause that annoying like pilling effect mm-hmm. do you know yeah. what i mean when you get that weird like yeah yeah, yeah build up if you are using say jan marini products she has formulated her line so that you don't need to wait in between steps so you could literally go cleanse serum next serum, moisturizer, sunscreen, and you'd be all good. But, you know, if you're kind of mixing and matching products from different lines, it might be a benefit just to make sure each one gets absorbed on its own before you move on to the next. Okay. Okay. That's that's helpful. That's like what I was thinking. I just
1: (laughs) wanted to, you know, ask and Yeah.
0: It's a good question. I think it really depends.
1: Yeah. Okay. Do you I know you've said before like washing your face in the shower is fine but is there any like do's and don'ts of that I guess
0: is my question yeah no I love that question I was actually thinking about this yesterday when I was washing my face in the shower I think the number one no no and the reason that's it's kind of become a thing on social media I don't know if if you saw that and that's kind of where you got it in your head, because I saw this going around on social media that you should not wash your face in the shower. I think the main thing is the heat. So the temperature that you're using on your body is too hot for your face for, for probably most people like yeah. that that warmer temperature that we all like for taking a shower is probably too hot for the face. And I think people don't realize like putting that heat in in the skin on your face, which is a lot more delicate, thinner tissue. Like once you put that heat in there, it kind of does stay and it perpetuates the inflammation. So I've really found with clients that are using hot water or like warm to hot temperature water, and then they're trying to use their active ingredients and exfoliants at a high level. They run into a wall with it where like they're having stinging and burning. And I always have to ask like, wait, what, what temperature water are we using? And it seems like such a simple question, but a lot of them are like, ugh, I could be better. Like I really like a hot shower and I'm like, oh no, you're using that on your face. It's, it's too hot. It's too much. Um, so that's my main thing and just an easy tip for that. You can wash your face in the shower. Just turn the dial down when you need to wash your face and it's kind of annoying, but I think it's a little habit that will go a long way for you.
1: I think, I think I did see it probably on social media, which is where I thought of it. I thought it was me, but I guess not. So, but you're not supposed to wash your face with, like, cold water either, right? So, is the balance, like, a warm, you know, either in shower or not in shower?
0: Steph, with the good questions. No, I – that's a really good one. I don't have so much of an issue with cold water when you're washing your face. I think kind of lukewarm is – ideal for a rinse I do like cold temperature water
1: okay okay so cold is good that's good to know um and then I have no idea if this like is even like a question but when in said shower um like does it matter like when you wash your face because like I have like weird like I feel like everybody probably has like this is what they do first in the shower and second So like I because I I feel like I've heard something about um, I think I saw some somebody said some one time that they uh, wash their face last. So no other like product gets on it like shampoo or whatever. So like I do not wash my face last and I didn't know if you thought maybe it would be good to or.
0: No, it's a really good question. So typically estheticians say wash your face last after you do your hair care because a lot of I'd say most conventional hair care is made with ingredients that could clog or irritate the skin Mm -hmm. unless you're using seen hair care which is what I recommend for my acne clients which is all tested on acne prone skin so If that hair product comes in contact with your skin, it won't clog it. But since the hair structure and skin structure are so different, usually ingredients that are nice and moisturizing for the hair are just too heavy for the skin, and it will clog that little follicle. So that's why SD say, do your hair care first, and then wash your face last.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going to have to change my routine after many years.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah and even your like if you're using body wash in the shower I would do like you could do wash your face and your body after your hair care but just to make sure none of like that conditioner especially slides down your back and congests that area I would wash your body after
1: okay makes sense all right got a new routine now Yes. Okay. So here's a question that, you know, I'm prone to do from time to time and I can't be the only one, or maybe I am because I feel like all of your clients are like so good with routines and I feel like I like cannot be at times and I'm like, I'm the worst. Like I'm literally like the best friend of an esthetician. Um, but so here's my question. If you miss doing your routine, Um, whether it be for an evening or a morning or maybe even like a full day, like, who knows you're on vacation or like just something has prevented you from doing said routine, uh, which I am guilty of. Um, (laughs) like, is there anything you should do to kind of like make up for that? Or do you just like, you know, business as usual once you like do it, start it again or whatever?
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that question. Essentially, there's not a ton you can do. If if you've missed, say, the evening routine, you've kind of lost your, I mean, you can for sure exfoliate if you need to do that in the morning. I don't have a major issue with that, but you've kind of lost that window that you want to make the most of, you know, especially at night when your skin is going through that cell turnover Our bodies have circadian rhythm, so that evening time is really the most opportune time to support the cell turnover by using those active products. And if I had to choose, like, you know, I'm such an advocate of washing your face twice a day, but before bed is definitely key. We don't want to bring, you know, all the pollution from being outside into our our bed, and we want to sleep with clean skin, a lot of people are more prone to breakouts if they go to bed with, without washing their face. So I think the key here, Steph, is like finding out what are the real hurdles for you, and how could we motivate you to not miss your routine? Because it's not the end of the world, but you are kind of missing. You're missing a good opportunity, and. That can also age the skin, not cleansing it before bed. And again, missing the golden window is like missing out on those key players, those great ingredients that are going to support long-term skin health and goals. So you don't want to miss too many nights. So my question to you would be, what do you think gets in the way? Is it forgetting? Is it you don't like doing your routine? Is it too many steps? What do you think? okay in the hot seat now well I think the
1: the number of products I think like with your help is not that many like I feel like at first I was like oh my god it's so overwhelming do I have to put on like 17 things every night um so it's not that I think it's I mean honestly it's probably just laziness <laughs> um it's like but I know you have said that know you told me before like i can wash my face like at 6 p.m like literally after like we're done here like i should just go wash my face um Mm -hmm. because i don't do it and then it's like 10 30 and like i'm ready to go to bed and i just like don't want to do it because you know it just and then i've talked to you about which you know i'm sure i'm not the only one too like you know i just my sink is awkward and small and like my shoulders kind of like hunch and um it's just, like, uncomfortable. Um, and then the dripping on the arms, which I know I have on my Christmas list to get those, you know, armbands. Um, yeah. So it's just, like, all those things. But, like, but also with us talking today, like, I hadn't really thought about, like, the missed opportunity. Like, I hadn't really thought about it in that way. Like, I'm missing an opportunity to, like, help my skin with the – um so, what? Cell so, – was it? Cell, cell turn-
0: turnover?
1: Yeah, the cell turnover. I feel like it was just like, oh, I didn't like do that much today, like I didn't work out. Like, music are probably not that dirty. But I don't think I quite thought about it in the way that you're talking about it. So... I'm like, I, I feel very motivated to go wash my face when we uh, finish, so.
0: Yes, I love that. Yeah, it's not even necessarily just dirt in the way we think about, like, getting dirty outside. There's actually a lot happening in your pore, which is actually a little hair follicle. It's producing oil on a microscopic level. It's producing cells on a microscopic level, but those things solidify with bacteria and can clog the pore. And just for your optimal healthy functioning skin, you want to wash it and put ingredients on the skin at night that are going to keep the pores clear. And I feel like this is a good opportunity to share for other estheticians when they're working with clients. You do want to try to understand what the obstacle is, and then try to find a way to motivate the client. And so for Steph working in finance, like maybe an example I could use for you is like 401k or investing. Like you could not put that money in, (laughs) you don't have to, but you're really missing out on a big benefit that's gonna pay you dividends in your later years.
1: That is an excellent comparison. But I can hear
0: that, right? You're like, okay, that would be stupid. Why wouldn't I? I yeah. have the resources now. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's. I imagine. Is it also like, the younger you start investing, the better yeah. it is for all those years of compounding interest and such. Is it the same with your base, where they kind of the younger you start and you, you know help your skin every day like I am ima- at I mean obviously like will help you you know in your later life with your like skin health
0: yeah literally exactly so there's a saying in skincare the age you start is the age you stay so oh, okay. exactly like yeah financial uh building financial wealth like You want to preserve and protect that tissue. You want to to use ingredients that are going to make it stronger. Let's take retinol, for example, which is kind of, you know, retinol, right? And how it's kind of like the gold standard for age management. It can be for acne, for hyperpigmentation. It has a lot of benefits, right? I think you kind of have to break it down and like really understand what is happening with those ingredients. So with retinol, again, goes back to cell turnover. It's facilitating cell turnover, which we want because that helps to keep the pore clear. It helps to keep your skin tone nice and even. Retinol is helping to stimulate fibroblasts deeper in the deeper layers of the skin that produce collagen for your skin. So that is like building wealth and building integrity for your skin. You want to take advantage of those nights. Like for me, I wish I could do my routine three times a day. I don't think I could go to bed without it. I really look forward to it. Like I can't wait to do those steps. So I think also finding products that you really enjoy using is really important and like making it Steph was saying like her sink is kind of a pain point. I've actually had a lot of clients say that kind of thing to me. You're definitely not the only one. A lot of people struggle with, struggle with it. Like maybe they don't enjoy it as much as I do, which is I'm I'm kind of like weirdly obsessed, but I've had a client say like she was in the process of a move. She had boxes all in her bathroom, like her products were all packed away. And it was really hard to get to her sink. So she kind of um, fell off of her routine. So you want to look at those obstacles and find like what's a way we could make it doable for you and enjoyable for you and maybe more clear for you. Like with my clients, I write out all their steps for every day of the week. So all they have to do is go to their mirror, use the products I've already recommended they know how to use them. So they literally just follow the steps and I am really picky about the products I recommend. So generally I think they really love what they use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, and when you make it that easy, like for your clients and obviously for me, it's like, how could you not? Like, how could I not?
0: (laughs) Also, okay. Here's something about Steph. She's like, The most selfless person I know, she will always put a friend or her family before herself. Like, all day, every day, anytime, like if I ever needed anything, she would drop everything for me in a heartbeat. But I think you do put a lot of people before yourself. So I would say, let's also use the nighttime routine as like your me time what can you do to make it more enjoyable can you like make yourself a little mocktail in a pretty vintage glass can you put on a playlist you love can we get you those those wrist cuffs they're very inexpensive and that would kind of solve the annoying issue of dripping down your arm like maybe you do take a shower if the sink is too uncomfortable and it's like hurting your back to bend over
1: yeah yeah Definitely. That's, yeah, I like looking at it that way that it's, I mean, like anything, right? Like it's, it's more for me and I get to do this. Like, you know, I like, you know, not everybody, you know, gets to have this like ability to like have a routine that's recommended by you. Um, And yeah, like it's a, it's a thing that I would want to do rather than like I have to do. Um, sure. I just think, like, I mean, you know, I, th- I feel like a lot of us that are, like, around our age, like, we grew up and, like, it wasn't, mm-hmm. like, a thing, you know, like, we, like, it was, like, Neutrogena, like, face wash, you know, like, mm-hmm. it was, so I just think it never really until you became, like, oh, this is, like, actually should be something, like, important in my life, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I have to, you know, well, my grandma and, uh, you know, you know, my yeah, which is grandma in Greek. And then my great aunt on my mom's side, um, they're like polar opposites. Like, yeah, yeah, Greek grandma. Literally, I feel like I asked her one time um, about like washing her face and she's she like didn't understand the question. Like she's like she used water. <laughs> um and then there's my great aunt Melba who like used nothing but land comb and like you know and then it's like where like where do I fall especially when like you know we didn't grow up with like having
0: no yeah thing be
1: so important
0: totally and it's yeah it, like my mom is the same way she she's just not into it the way I am like, it probably feels like more of a chore to her. She didn't grow up with it. Like I very vividly remember going to visit my grandmother and I think I like hadn't brought whatever little skincare I used with me. And I was like, mom, do we have skincare? Like, do we have, is there (laughs) something I can use to wash my face? Like, do we have lotion? She's like, no, we don't have that. Like use bar soap. And it just self care and skincare was in no way as big as it is now. Like, it is giant now. I think part of that is like, ugh, I mean, social media. People want their skin to look the absolute best it can. And yeah, back in the day, we just didn't have the science, the formulation, big medical grade brands like putting so much investment into forward thinking science and formulas. And now it's this huge competition for who can make the absolute most innovative products. And there's a huge market for people who want the best of the best. So it really is crazy how much it's changed. But yeah, I mean, a lot of us didn't didn't grow up with it. And I think Steph is a good example of somebody who doesn't really have any glaring skin problems so i could see from your end kind of being like well i don't have an issue i need to fix like is this is this thing all really necessary you know
1: yeah but i mean i do i i i see now i mean i knew before but i've learned many things throughout our um chat today that um you know, I do realize that I actually am lucky with my skin. I don't really think I did until recently. Um, but like, I want to keep that, you know, like if I have like great collagen and, you know, like I don't really have acne, um, like, uh, yeah, like I want to like have that, you know, for as long as I can. So, um, yeah,
0: for sure. It's just like, you know, anything else, eating well, working out, you've probably heard people say like skincare really is health care. I think it is part of our health and it's something we should all practice regardless of age, gender, having specific skin concerns. It's just part of taking care of your body.
1: Yeah, it's true. And like everything is connected too, you know, like that very right. much includes our skin.
0: Yeah. And I think there's something to like carving out that time and investing it in yourself and like having a few moments in front of the mirror, just like seeing yourself take care of yourself. I think it's really cool and empowering. So I'm excited to get you on a regimented regimen. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have
1: like, you know, I feel not you know for anything I feel like I have bursts where I'm like yeah like I'm on this and then you know something derailed yeah. mm-hmm. probably now the holidays um but yeah I'd like to not <laughs> have that happen.
0: <laughs> I feel like we need to maybe put a reminder on your phone reminder on your mirror yeah maybe there's something by your bed here's yeah here's something else like Even having, like, something by your bed, like, for those nights that you just absolutely... I'm not saying to do this in place of washing your face, but, like, maybe having a retinol by your bed, a washcloth, I don't know, something that would be better than nothing, but I really would like you to get to the sink and spend a full minute at least cleansing double cleanse if you're up for it and if your routine needs to be three steps like cleanse, serum, moisturizer, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, I guess as long, you know, as long as you're doing like something, you know. Um
0: Yeah, something's always better than nothing.
1: True, very true.
0: Some people need to really start with one or two steps. And I have to remind myself of that cuz I love a good six seven step routine but a lot of people are thinking I have to do this long routine like I'm just not going to do it you know so I'd really rather at least have like one or two steps versus nothing
1: yeah definitely um and that leads um I think I'm sure you've said this before but um like when you are washing your face I just feel like you know, like they say, like, you're supposed to brush your teeth for, like, two minutes or whatever. So, like, now we have, like, you know, like a timer on our toothbrushes. But, like, is there, I feel like I just never quite know, like, if I've, you know, like, I know, I know how you say to, like, wash it um, with the two fingers and, you know, a circular motion. But, like, how long should you actually be washing your face for?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I always say one minute per cleanse. Okay. So just to make it very simple and break it down, like generally 15 seconds per area on your forehead, your cheeks, and then the lower face and neck.
1: Okay. That's helpful. Um, And then this leads to, I just, I feel like there's just like a few more, but we've gotten through like a lot of them, I think just talking. Um, But do you so like with water like I I try not to be wasteful with the water so like do you like you get your face wet first right (laughs) before like your face is wet and then you put the product on so like yeah so wait these
0: are all good questions by the way like really good questions
1: Okay, good. I mean, that's like good. I mean, I'm sure like maybe some people listening are like, what? I already know that. But hopefully, there's like a few people that are like,
0: oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. No, I think it's good to get back to basics sometimes. It just depends on the cleanser itself. So I would look on the directions for your cleanser. If it's a cream cleanser or an oil cleanser, those always go on dry skin first. Mm, Okay. gel cleanser a foaming cleanser those are water-based so they need a little water on the skin first or they just perform best with a little water on the skin first with gel cleansers your hands should be wet to damp and those cleansers generally like my low foam you've tried low foam right i use it obviously you do okay amazing (laughs) yeah you want to activate low foam with water on damp hands first kind of get it foamy and then apply it to your skin but anything like creamy can just go on dry skin directly and then you'll add water later to emulsify it
1: oh interesting okay I didn't know that (laughs) we'll stick to the the gel cleansers for now um which is obviously yours and anybody listening if they don't use it should definitely
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it really is just the best. Like, I don't know. I don't even feel like I need to um, hype it up because it just sells itself. But it really is the best gentle cleanser.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, okay, towel hygiene. Mm-hmm. I, I I, fear your answer here. Um, I feel like I already know it. So what kind of towel – like, okay, is it okay to use your body towel – to, like, dry your face when you get out of the shower.
0: Hell no. <laughs>
1: I figured that was probably the answer and that is what I do use.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. Again, like, your skin is so non-problematic. Like, you wouldn't really see any major issues with that. I feel like this has become such a thing this past year I don't know if you've seen stuff, those clean skin club towels, like that it's basically like a towelette brand that gives you like a one-time use, clean little face towel, like almost like a paper towel, but softer and like made for, for your face. So it's sanitary after each use, which actually does make a difference with acne prone clients because any kind of bacteria is just fuel to the inflammation and breakouts. So I'm seeing a lot more of that or like on TikTok shop, like a lot of these towel companies, um, coming up in, in ads. So I would say the average person like should just generally have a separate towel that they use for their face. I don't know if it's realistic for everybody to have a clean towel each time. What I used to recommend before I started retailing the Clean Skin Club towels is clean washcloths. Mm-hmm. But you just have to be careful like where you keep them. Because some people keep them in like a dusty cupboard, which just isn't ideal. So you could get like a little plastic container or something from amazon to keep them stored
1: or however
0: you want to do it but i wouldn't use the same towel you use like (laughs) on your body on your booty for your face
1: yes i uh like i said i i I knew it was coming Uh, (laughs) just feel like you know maybe there's uh been other people that have wondered that and you know maybe i'll i'll fully admit that i (laughs) I have thus far always used my body towel, um, but but as we have been talking, and I've been thinking about it, I'm like, ooh, do I should I be
0: doing that? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if it's a clean clean towel, like I will do that myself if I haven't used it yet. I'll put it around my body and like use a clean corner. But yeah. if it's a towel you've used previously, I really wouldn't recommend
1: yeah like I just don't even like I'm just thinking about like germs now you know like and I you know like I feel like I have pretty good hygiene overall but like you know sometimes I'll like take off you know like my body towel just like put it on the bed or whatever and then I'm sure there's like some sort of something there like dog hair or whatever and then I'm like using the same towel again and so yeah um
0: well yeah and think about like moist fabric like mold can build up definitely it's the ideal breeding ground for bacteria like a warm moist towel so but I think for acne prone people which is my main clientele like these little things really add up yeah
1: um no I I I know you are um but what you know what people can take from it perhaps is like okay maybe I don't need to do like this you know not that it's an extreme, but like, you know, like you said, like, maybe I don't need to do the, um, the towels you were talking about, um, which I haven't heard of, but I'm going to look into, um, you know, but do the washcloth idea or, you know, like yeah, just, for yeah. sure. Yeah.
0: You know. Make some kind of improvement. And yeah, I don't love like <laughs> being a stickler and I have, I have this conversation with, all of my clients and I feel so (laughs) annoying and like such a micromanager. But at the same time, I also wish somebody told me this stuff when I was going through my acne journey, everything from touching my skin during the day to makeup brushes that were relatively clean. Like I would clean them, you know, maybe once a week or so, which is kind of average, but it's just not enough for an acne prone person so it's kind of a different set of rules I think and I mean I've seen a lot of professionals say that stuff doesn't matter like I've legit seen dermatologists say just wash your pillowcase a normal amount like it's not going to affect your skin but I'm sorry I see another side like I see the improvements when people are conscious of these things
1: yeah I know and you know I obviously I see it too with people that you help and it's just amazing um Which is funny because, I mean, there's like, you know, a hundred different opinions for like, you know, one profession or one thing for, you know, anybody that you ask. And I actually got a facial not too recently that I told you about. And, um, you know, it was like early afternoon or something and, you know, she did it and it was great. And then she, at the end, she was like, you don't even need to wash your face tonight. And in my head, I swear to God, I was like, um, Tessa would not say that. She would say that I should wash my face tonight.
0: (laughs) Okay, it depends. It really depends. I'm actually kind of on her side. You don't want to overwash your skin. I'm definitely not an advocate of that. Okay. But, I mean, I'd say, like, 4 o'clock or after you don't, I don't think you need to, but is she putting sunscreen on you? Like if it's four o'clock and she's putting sunscreen on you, I would personally want to wash that off before I go to sleep, but that one can kind of depend.
1: That's true. Okay. Um, Well, let's see. Um, I think Oh, I, I've been checking them off as we've been um
0: <laughs> going Wait, down. Funny. Did we do all of them?
1: I think so. I didn't check this one off, but this this is this was what I wrote. So solutions for washing your face when you hate your bathroom sink. <laughs> yeah, we we've checked that
0: one off though. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we gotta find a workaround for you, Steph. What's your what what do you think you're gonna do? I don't think I can end this podcast and I don't think the listeners can end this podcast without knowing what your game plan is.
1: Um, I don't... <laughs> it's so... Like, I don't know. I feel like I just am in, like, a strange place because, I mean, like, you know, like, nobody needs to, like, know these things about me, but, like, my shoulders are, like, extremely tight um, and they just, like, always like obviously that's that's a separate thing to work on but the way I have to bend down I feel like just they kind of seize up so I and then like it's against a wall partly so I can't really spread out so I feel I feel like I can't get into the appropriate position um so you're
0: bending over to rinse your face
1: Yes, very much. Okay.
0: So. Okay. So I have a I have a solution. Do you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, first we're gonna get you the wrist cuffs. My second favorite invention is the makeup eraser. They make these little microfiber uh, cloths. So basically, stuff like you would just you could take your cleanser, your low foam, put it on damp hands, massage your hands, activate the cleanser apply it to your face, massage for a full minute, 15 seconds per area. You wouldn't have water rinsing down your wrist because of the wrist cuffs. And then you're going to take the makeup eraser and just wipe it off. Stop. You can get get the soap off with the makeup eraser, rinse it, squeeze it, and keep doing that until you get the cleanser off your face. It might not be as efficient as, like, splashing your face with water. But that's what I do.
1: Whoa.
0: Okay. So you don't – You option. have to bend. Yeah. Like, you can – It sounds like you don't have a problem, like, doing the cleanse standing up. So you can just do that and then take your little makeup eraser and use that to get the residue off.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. That would, like – Even if I did that for part of it and then, like, you know – yeah. the last bit, you know, I like used water and bent over, but like if I yeah. didn't have to do it the whole time, it sounds so silly when I'm saying it out loud because it's literally like 60 seconds, like twice a day. Um, No, but... but it's
0: important. And I think Steph, it's a really good example. Like you are a real life person. And I mean, estheticians I'm sure are like really regimented for the most part, but we have so many clients who are in your shoes and I've had clients that have similar issues where it, they just, it's difficult for them to maybe cleanse for a full minute or to get a product on their back to treat back breakout, stuff like that. So you yeah. really do want to tailor it to the individual person and their challenges. Everybody has, you know, little challenges and estheticians are kind of like personal trainers your skin a personal trainer would definitely want to like troubleshoot and walk through any injuries or reasons somebody like couldn't do an exercise so I'm glad you brought it up
1: yeah me too I'm like yeah I feel like it's gonna be a game changer to get (laughs) (laughs) these like seriously it's um yeah
0: okay I have an idea I think we need to do a real of like you doing your skincare routine. Maybe I can narrate it, but I feel like now we need to show the people your
1: routine. Oh my gosh. Okay.
0: Well And see if this method helps. I bet there's somebody listening who has a similar situation with their sink.
1: Yeah. I mean um I hope so. I hope I hope this has been, you know, <laughs> helpful for not just i mean it's it's been very helpful for me so um yeah okay we can do we can film it but you have to it means you have to come here and and film it with me
0: i'll be there next week so we it's can true. do it but yeah no i'm glad we talked through it because say you were my client and you came in the treatment room and i was like are you doing your routine you're like kind of yes no and like we didn't get into the why, we might not solve the issue. So I think there's always a solution, but it's good for estheticians to just like keep probing for answers and try to find the problems. You can find the solution.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, totally. Cause you wouldn't want, you know, someone like leaving from, you know, talking to you and like not, I guess, having the solution. Um,
0: yeah. So. And it's like not that deep, but also it kind of is because I would want you as my client to be doing all the steps and to feel good about it. And if there's something little holding you back, that could be solved.
1: Yeah. And like, I feel like it, yeah, like you said, it it's, it's not that deep, but I feel like it also is because
0: <laughs> like... I,
1: I feel like I've had, like, you know, even, I know we've talked about this plenty of times before, but having the shift of, like, I'm doing this, like, for me um, because I want to, (laughs) Not, not because I have to, and now I have, like, kind of the ways in which it can help me with, like, the little annoyances. So, like, I truly have no reason not to. And I I swear I'm going to go wash my face like right when we hang up.
0: (laughs) You're like so excited now. But yeah, I feel like it is going to be really gratifying and exciting and just like feel good for you to actually be doing it. And you'll be like proud of yourself that you kind of got over that little hump and you're going to start seeing the benefits of being more consistent with your routine. So I'm excited to see it pay off.
1: Yeah, that's so true. Because, like, I mean, even though, like, I don't have any glaring issues, like we said, like, there's definitely things I'd love to, like, see change with my skin. So, like, I do, I I do want to get consistent enough so I can, like, you know, see it just like, you know, anybody else would that comes to you. And I feel like maybe I, you know, yeah, I mean, anyways, yeah, no, I'm excited. <laughs>
0: in the consistency, like you really will only see the benefit if you're able to be consistent. So guys, we will report back on Steph's routine. I know you're all dying to know how long she can keep up this (laughs) trade. (laughs) Just kidding. This routine. And I'm going to be here for emotional support. We will report back with a reel, hopefully, if Steph is up for it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> definitely yes it will be a true test uh, especially with the holidays coming up um so everybody wish me luck
0: <laughs> we're all rooting for you Steph and yeah I mean keep that mind shift in mind like it's something enjoyable it's time for you it's self-care it's not a chore
1: yeah definitely
0: well, thanks guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this little episode. Definitely a little bit different for me, but loved having you on stuff. I'd love to have you back for a second time. If you think of any more questions for me.
1: Absolutely. Um, I'm sure I will <laughs> because I've been updating that list for months. So I'd love to, maybe once I actually like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. stick to my routine and like, maybe yeah. I'm, for like the next step of like integrating more products and then then we can go for round two.
0: Yeah I think as we get more advanced you'll have more advanced questions so I'm here for you. Yeah I know you are (laughs) thanks guys for listening. Thank you so much Steph for coming on. Of
1: course thank you.